Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Hi guys, good morning. Have you ever heard the saying, once beaten, twice shy? Well, it simply means that we learn from experience. We learn from our mistakes. But learning from experience can be a very costly way to gain insight, to gain knowledge, even to gain wisdom. There's a Chinese saying that goes like this. Experience is the comb that life gives you after you lose all your hair. It sometimes is possible that the experience that we've gained has come as a result of great cost and maybe has been gained too late. So there's a chance for all of us at whatever stage we are today, it's never too late to gain wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to have foresight rather than hindsight, which is what experience is all about. So what is this wisdom? Wisdom is, like I said, foresight. But I want to add something extra to what wisdom is. Wisdom is the voice of what you believe. All of us have thoughts going on in our mind. These thoughts can speak to us. And depending on what we believe, what we choose to believe, which voice we choose to hold on to, that becomes our belief system which eventually controls our mindset. So there are many voices out there in this world, but ultimately the voice that we give heed to will form our mindset. Our mindset is simply the way that we choose to see things, the way that we choose to believe things. The voice of what you believe is going to cause you to make choices and choices are going to shape our life. The voice of what we believe which drives our choices, that's wisdom. And what I want to share with you this morning is let us bring in the voice of God, let us bring in the Word of God because this can create a new set of beliefs in us a new mindset which will cause us to choose our steps, to choose our direction and our decisions in such a way that what we sow today will reap rich benefit in the days to come. So my, my sermon this morning is called The Voice of Wisdom, Part 1. And that voice of wisdom comes basically by going to the source of perfect wisdom, the all-knowing God. Now, what is life? Life is a series of choices, all right? And the life that we have today is basically those choices that we've made. Now, there's another way of defining life. And life is sometimes depending on a series of needs. A lot of our lives eventually does not revolve 
around maximizing our potential. A lot of our lives is very simply about just surviving from day to day, seeking satisfaction of our needs. 1965, a psychologist, Abraham Maslow, came up with this theory that you can see on the slide. They called it the hierarchy of needs. Business books, human resource books, anything that talks about motivation will definitely at its core have Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Very simply, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is you know, depicted in the form of a pyramid, has five layers of needs. And Maslow says, human beings start off at the most basic need, at the base of the pyramid. And until that is satisfied, they will not go on to the next layer. And then the, when the next layer is satisfied only, then they'll go on to the subsequent layer. So that's why it was called a hierarchy of needs. Unless the lower level needs were met, a person would not go to the highest level needs. And just to summarize, those five layers of needs right at the bottom of the pyramid was the uh, physiological needs, the, the need for the basic necessities of life like food, safety. The second need would be the need, sorry, the first need was physiological needs like the needs for, for food and shelter. The second need was the need for safety, to feel safe and secure, physically safe and secure. I, I suppose years ago when we talk about the caveman, the caveman would go out hunting to meet his most basic physiological needs, but then he would live in a cave because that would give him some form of security. As human beings evolved, perhaps, and they went on to the third need, the need to have a sense of belonging, to be accepted, to be loved. The fourth need, the sense of self-esteem, to be recognized, to be acknowledged, to be respected. But at the top of that pyramid was that need to achieve our purpose in life, to fulfill our purpose in life. For people struggling at to meet the basic necessities of life, attempting to fulfill our potential would be a great luxury. Well, I think Maslow probably understood human beings the way that they would naturally operate. That is the natural way of operating. But 2,000 years ago, Jesus preaching on the Sermon on the Mount showed us long before Maslow that Jesus already had understood the hierarchy of needs. Jesus understood the hierarchy of needs, but he had a formula that was the opposite of Maslow. Maslow's formula was we would try to fulfill the needs bottom up. Jesus had a different formula. That's what I want to share with you this morning. Because man, man was made in the image of God, man was inherently capable of going straight for the highest possible needs. Man was created to go for the highest possible needs. It's not that 
Jesus didn't recognize that we have all five needs. But Jesus was plainly and simply saying to us that we were not created to prioritize the lower level needs. We were created in the image of God to and filled with the Holy Spirit as we become believers in Jesus to aspire for the highest level, what Maslow would have called self-actualization. Jesus didn't call it self-actualization. Jesus called it seeking the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. So, how did Jesus understand all of this? Besides being God, the Bible tells us that Jesus, though being God, emptied himself and took on the form of a man. Besides being God, besides being the Son of God, who was God himself, don't forget that Jesus also had spent, prior to speaking on the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus had spent 30 years living in the existence an ordinary existence in Nazareth, a typically ordinary existence in Nazareth, so that if he spoke, he could easily identify with the ordinary man in the street in his time. Granted, it was a society quite different from ours, but you know, there's nothing new under the sun. We are still facing similar issues to what people faced 2,000 years ago. And Jesus words are words of wisdom. Maslow is basically speaking words of reality and observation. Jesus is speaking words of wisdom. Wisdom transcends reality. Wisdom can create new reality. Wisdom can anticipate possibilities of different outcomes and wisdom can speak into our mind to tell us how we can shape and arrange our steps and our choices so that we can reach the outcome that is best for us because Jesus is the word become flesh so basically I want to share with you the words of wisdom that Jesus gave us in Matthew's gospel let's all turn to Matthew's gospel you should be able to see it on the screen Matthew's gospel chapter 6 and verse 25 let's read this Jesus speaking here, Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. Well, he's speaking about life, isn't he? Maslow says that life is a series of worrying about needs. And Jesus is here saying, I don't want you to worry about your needs. Now, don't misunderstand Jesus. He's not saying you don't have needs. He's not saying your needs are not real or your needs are not relevant or your needs are not important. He's just saying, don't worry about it. He's acknowledging that we have needs. He also understands that human beings naturally in their old man, in their fallen state, would worry about their needs. What Jesus is saying is there is a higher way of living. There's a better way of living. You can live without worry. And he's going to tell us how as well. Okay? 
Don't worry about what you will eat. Don't worry about what you will drink. Now, Maslow called that the basic needs. Don't worry about your body. Don't worry about what you will wear, what you will put on. Don't worry about all those things. Not because they're not important. But because they will be taken care of. They will be taken care of in a way that will be far better, in a way that you wouldn't, would supersede your expectations, but only if you stop trying to fulfill it yourself. Only if you stop focusing on that. Only if you stop becoming anxious about that. And here Jesus puts in that reflective question. Jesus is now asking us to think. He's inviting us to enter into a reflection. Why do I tell you not to worry about food and water and clothes? Not because they're not important. Isn't life more than just food, water and clothes? That's a question that needs reflection and answer. Isn't life more than that? Anybody who has lived long enough, who has understanding of opportunities around us, will not just want to think about food and drink or just clothes. We all have higher aspirations. We all have higher goals. We want more for ourselves. And God is saying, hey, that's perfectly fine. Don't bother about the lower needs. Aim for the top. Go for the top because life is more than just the lower levels. Maslow was saying that human beings could never think of self-actualization because they would be busy thinking of meeting basic needs. And the Word of God is saying to us, Jesus, not just being the Son of God, but being Son of Man. Jesus being the one who has gone through an ordinary experience at age 30, standing on the mount, told the masses of people, don't you think life is more than just food and drink and clothes? You know what the masses' perception of Jesus was? You know what their, their response to Jesus was? Hmm. This man teaches not like the scribes. This man speaks with great authority and power. This man, he knows what life is about. He's not just talking to us from research. He's talking to us from a much higher place. He's talking to us as a person who has a helicopter view at the same time a person who is firmly on the ground, hands-on, he's gone through it. That was the response of the people who heard him, and why not? Because Jesus questioned 
is requiring an answer. Why would you worry about things which are trivial? Because in the past, none of us, and we can thank God for that, because of the circumstances of our life, we may not be living in abundant financial resources. And times are tough, guys. Times, times are tough. Pandemic times are tough times for most people. And, and we're not sh we have an uncertainty. But we're still able to put food and drink on the table more than enough. We're still able to clothe ourselves. And yet that seems to be our preoccupation very often. So, Jesus is saying, why don't you? He's talking to the people in the Sermon on the Mount. Say, why don't you consider the birds? Okay. Uh, well, you're talking about levels. Birds are lower level of creation. Unless you think that birds are smarter than you, then you will have a different idea of what people mean when they call you a bird brain. And as younger, we, we would refer to people who were you know, kind of silly in the way of talking, who didn't think very far, who short-sighted people. We used to call them bird brain. Actually, I didn't look it up. I don't really know if birds even have a brain. I'm sure they do. But if you look at this, at the size of a bird, you can figure out how big that brain would be. So, so Jesus is saying, hey, look, look at the birds of the air. They don't sow, they don't reap. Now, lots of us think that we've got to sow in order to reap. And here Jesus is saying something very fundamental to us. If you are correctly connected with God, you are above the law of sowing and reaping. Not that sowing and reaping is cancelled, it doesn't work or it doesn't make sense. You're above that. You don't have to worry about sowing and reaping because, friends, sowing and reaping works both ways. None of us are always sowing positively. We are sometimes sowing negatively. So, you know, if you're going to balance the books, we've got to be ready to also receive the negative reaping. But Jesus is saying, hey, look, look, look at these birds. They don't seem to follow the law of sowing and reaping. They just reap. They're part of the ecosystem, they're part of the food chain, but they don't sow. You don't see birds in the agriculture business, in the cultivation business, in the livestock business. They're not in plantation. They're not having storage where they bring in the, the, the harvest. They're not in that cycle at all. And in spite of being lower level human uh, creatures, who don't even participate in the law of sowing and reaping, yet God provides for them. Your Heavenly Father provides for them. Next question. First question was, isn't life more than the lower level needs? Second question. 
are you, human beings, the sons and daughters of Adam, are you not of much more value than the birds? What Jesus is saying here is that your value exceeds all your efforts. Oh, let's work hard. Let's be diligent. But let's not at all deceive ourselves into thinking that ultimately it is only our efforts that is going to determine our destiny. Please don't get me wrong. Diligence, hard work, dedication, determination, I'm all for that. But Jesus is, is, is cautioning us if you are going to put a lot of emphasis and you're going to have a mindset where your efforts determine your destiny, you're going to go back into anxiety. Because you, you never be sure if your efforts are going to be enough. If it isn't enough, your value exceeds your efforts. Your value is more important than your efforts. So Jesus is saying, hey, since value is not based on your efforts, value is based on who you are to God, who God says you are to Him, which is basically a simple way of saying God has made a covenant. God made the covenant and invited us into the covenant. That covenant, if you want, you can call it the covenant of grace which is God giving us something that we don't deserve. You can call it the covenant, the New Testament, the New Covenant rather. You can call it the covenant of the blood of Jesus. But it's all initiated by God. If we have value in God, it's not because of what we bring to Him, but it's because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And He's saying to us, Jesus was saying this prophetically in the sense that it predated His dying on the cross. Are you not of greater value than the birds? Yes, you are of greater value than, than the birds. Not only because you have a chance to sow and reap, but even if you somehow were not efficient or effective in your sowing and your reaping, you still have a value in God and God is going to provide for you according to that value. You are of such great value that without exception, Jesus died for all, including you and I. Think about that. Let that absorb into our hearts. God is inviting us into a partnership where God is saying to us, hey, let me commit through my covenant to take care of all those lower level needs. Isn't life more than a matter of food and drink? Because I'll take care of the food and drink. It is on me. In Bahasa Indonesia, Aku yang bayar dong. Aku sudah bayar, aku akan terus traktir. It's on my tab. Why? Because you are of great value. And so if you are of great value, I want you not just 
to exist. I want you to live. I want you to live big. I want you not to play small, not to play safe. I want you to step into whatever risky path, no matter how risky it might be, as long as that is the path that will cause you to depend on me. I want you to know that you meant for bigger and greater things. Go for it. Go for the peak. Because you're in partnership with me. And this is not an equal partnership because I've done the heavy lifting. My son, he has died for you. He's paid the price. You only need to believe. You only need to believe. Here are the two questions I want you to reflect on. Isn't life more than just food, drink, and clothes? Secondly, are you not of greater value to God? So I want to summarize today's voice of wisdom part one because I hope to come back again and speak to you on part two I want to summarize in two things don't play safe live big don't be second point don't be don't just work hard work up what do I mean by work up work according to the value that you were created by live up when you fail remember there is provision for your forgiveness when things don't go the way that you want it to go remember there's always a way out. There's always a second chance. Because we mean a lot to God. And why do we mean a lot to God? Because he, Not because He needs us. But because He has put value in us by His grace. And that value brings along with it benefits, free benefits, provisions. Friends, live big and work up. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www www.nbcsingapore.org www.nbcsingapore.org God bless you.